baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Okay, I hate to be that guy, but I got to draw a line now when we're changing names uh, to to reconcile with our history when it comes to uh, bugs and plants. I'm sorry. There have been things that we've changed names of that I absolutely uh, supported. Uh, The Washington Redskins, yes, that name needed to go away. Uh, changing Lake Calhoun to Bidet McCoska. No, I'm not upset about that. It's hard to say Bidet McCoska, but now it's kind of fun to say. Mm -hmm. But you are the one who uh, drew my attention to this article that now the... uh, the ornological community. Sorry. Uh, no, that's uh, is ornological. That's birds, right? Uh, the people who deal with um, scientists who deal with the flora and the fauna. Insects. Insects. Oh, oh, the botanists. Botanists and people who deal with insects. Uh, I'm not smart enough to know what those people are called. Yeah, I have so to maybe Google they, that. But they're changing names now, or they're pursuing to change names of certain insects and plants because oh, the person that it was named after, the person who discovered the plant. Uh, was somebody who wasn't a great person. Entomologist. Entomologist. Bugs. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Bugs. Uh, an example here, Hibertia, which nobody's ever heard of Hibertia except for a few people who study this stuff. Uh, the, it's a plant commonly known as guinea flowers. Uh, a scientist working on that discovered that Hibertia is named after George Hibbert, who uh, was the patron of botany, but he was also a slave owner who died, wait for it, in 1837. He was a slave owner, and yes, he argued in front of Parliament as a member of the British Parliament uh, opposing abolition. So wrong. So he was a British slave owner? British, or like, did Brit- he live in America? No, he was a British slave owner who, uh, okay. who argued against abolition. So he was on the wrong side okay. of history, yes. was George Hibbert. Yes, he was. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like many people are. On the wrong side. We all hope that, you know, once we pass on and that if, if we know about it or not, or our generations later will look at us and say, boy, you know, they really, they fought the good fight. Some of us don't do that. Uh, they do, we don't fight the good. Some of us uh, believed in things that later on we determined, eh, that's not good for, for an advancing society. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's making an effort to change the plant name. Like, really? We're changing plant names now because a guy... I was a slave owner and argued against abolition. I think, again, I'm not saying that all of these fights, I don't want to be that guy saying, ah, you, you mm-hmm. know, like the, like the state flag, uh, change the state flag. It, mm-hmm. it was boring. Mm-hmm. It was racist. Change it. But I think there are certain examples where we can say, okay, really? Do we need to really change names of plants and bugs? Um, I think we probably do. Oh, come on. I think we do. And only because... When you know better, you do better. And this guy, I guess he he identified this insect for the first time. So obviously that's why, or I guess he named it after himself. But it's not that he was just a slave owner. Like, for example, John C. Calhoun. It's not that John C. Calhoun was just a slave owner like this guy, the insect guy. It's they were advocates for slavery. They were outspoken. They were staunch against 
repressing another human for their benefit. Mm -hmm. And yes, it was wrong then, by the way, because they talk about slaves in the Bible. So slavery has always been wrong. It was wrong then. It's wrong now. And look, if, if you want to defend like a Thomas Jefferson or something, it's like, oh, well, they were slave owners or whomever, Washington, whomever, and say they were slave owners. Yes, that was wrong. But I think to advocate for uh, against abolition, to to die on that hill, to say I slavery is the best thing and we can't lose it, I think that crosses a line. And also, why? Why should we remember somebody who was clearly a bad person? Give it to somebody else or just call it orange bug. You know, I, I was looking at a picture of it. I mean, it looks This is orange. a plant. First of all, this is a plant. Okay. But how do we know clearly he was a bad person? He believed call it spiky. Well, his legacy it was to fight for the keeping of slavery. Right? It was. And we can view that now in 2024 saying, yeah, that was awful. But uh, he wasn't like the only one with those views. And I, again, that doesn't make it right either, I know. But. Right. But okay. All right. I'll put it this way and take it for what it's worth. Again, I'm going to go like drop the, the Jew bomb on you. But in. in in Judaism, when somebody dies, we say, may their memory be a blessing. Yeah. And when somebody awful dies, like a terrorist or, you know, Hitler. Hamas yeah. or somebody who advocates for um, for some kind of genocide or the Holocaust denier, somebody, when somebody terrible dies, we say, may their memory be forgotten. Because that is the worst thing if your memory is, for, if you are forgotten, if it's like you never existed, it, you know, you may their memory be forgotten. Uh, because they were a bad person. And what we're doing when we keep, and I, I know this is sort of a religious bend on this. No, but it, But when we keep somebody's yeah. name alive, it it continues their legacy. Okay. And his legacy was a crappy one. His legacy was an advocate for slavery. That is a bad person. And maybe it was not a bad person in 1837, but it is now. And now that we know better, we should do better. So let's forget him now. His legacy has lived long enough. He was a jerk. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. David, you wanted to say something here? Um, I do. I think this is actually simpler than we're making it. I think, like, the, we can all agree that some things should have their names changed. The name of the Washington football team is a good example. Yeah. Like, it's, it's very clear that needs you. We also, I think, can agree that there needs to be an end to it. Like, if there's no end to it, we're going to change names of everything. And every generation, for, And every too, generation. We're going to find and, things that were, were wrong yes. with people. And So why so, is that bad? Okay, so there's... But there has to be a line. There has to be a, like, that's enough. No, there enough. doesn't. Because in every generation, there could be new great people. Name it after somebody really good. Call it the Harry and Tubman plant. Yeah, you're going to change so the name of every darn thing in the universe. If you go dig up garbage about everybody who's invented anything, pretty soon every name's going to be gone and everything in our society is going to be called A1FP2 because there's no name that's sacred. So to me, there's got to be a line somewhere. And I think the line is actually, to me, simple here. So think of the Lake Calhoun example. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
Mr. Calhoun was not a good individual. Nope. He was also not the one to discover that lake. Like, th- we changed the name to a Native American name, which is actually not rewriting history. It was correcting history. We had forgotten about the Native Americans that were there first. Yes. And we had named it after somebody else who wasn't a good guy. So we're going back and fixing that. In this case, if the guy who's not a great guy, if he was really the first one to discover that bug, there's no other history to go back to. You just have to name it something that means nothing. And if that's the other option, I think you stick with the name. If there was like a Native American or somebody else who had discovered the bug before him, then sure, then let's go correct that and name it after them. But if there's not... I, I think you have to keep yeah. it and you have to not worry about fixing every name of anyone who's ever done anything wrong in the world. That's a good argument against it. And the, uh, That is a good argument, especially with the example of the John Calhoun, because we renamed it, you know, white people renamed it yeah. uh, and took it, the name away from the Native Americans who were, have been here forever. So mm-hmm. you make an excellent argument, David, but I still disagree. Again, it also is a good argument for, like, from here on out, maybe just stop naming things after people. <laughs> just we're because, not perfect. Well, like, uh, again, like, so, okay, here's an I deer hunt, right? I've killed deer with a mm-hmm. rifle. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. People already, there's a certain part of the population that objects to that, that says, no, in this day and age, you know, but, and so maybe, like, in 10 years from now, they'll outlaw hunting and saying, can't, God, can you believe that we as humans shot innocent mm-hmm. animals and killed them? And you know who did that? Adam Carter did that. Not like anybody's going to mm. name anything for me anyway, but mm-hmm. really, I mean, I was just participating in an activity that is legal, and if another generation comes along and says, boy, that was, and no, I'm not equating deer hunting to slavery. I think we all can agree no, no, that slavery analogy, was an no. awful, no. awful thing. But what I'm saying is there was a certain part, a group of people that believed in it and fought for it. And yes, that was terrible that they did that, but it wasn't out of the realm of crazy thought in that period of time. In the same article about this plant with the slave advocator, there's also a beetle named after Hitler. Okay, that one. I'd like the, the, the Hitler beetle. To go away. I think that's a bad choice. Okay. I think the yes. And there are certain. Okay. (laughs) If you're naming that beetle like in honor of Adolf Hitler. uh, Boy, I feel bad for that beetle too, by the way. Really? I'm the beetle that gets the Hitler name. Also, that's different though because Hitler did not discover that beetle. It was named True. after him. So that's a th- that's a True. different scenario that I think is and on it's the also other different that in that I, I, and that uh, and that there wasn't like a certain b- part of the population at that point that thought killing six million people of a certain race was mm-hmm. a good idea. That like that was no that was that was from his deformed um, view on on Earth. Yes. So it mm-hmm. wasn't like. Hey, you know, killing Jews is a bad thing. I know there's a certain part of the population that d- does that. No, maybe we should rethink mm-hmm. that. That, I think, is a different argument than, than slavery in this case. I just feel like, especially when it comes to bugs, th- an area that m- minuscule people pay attention to, and even yeah. like the, in this article that where it's talking about this, there are scientific, uh, there are scientists too who say, you know, these these names actually have become part of the nomenclature of science in that we don't look at uh, the mm. Herbertia as George Hibbert. It's just Herbertia. It's the plant now. Herbertia. Oh, we don't think it. of yes. it. We don't mm-hmm. think of him. It doesn't, it's not like the George Hibbert plant. Correct. And it's registered as okay. such where it's like, I don't think mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, it takes a lot of work to figure out, oh, let's get to the bottom of this and 
And again, we can do that and we uh, peel back the onion and find a lot, a lot of stuff on people where it's like certain people would object, object to it. But I think your argument, you still haven't changed my mind, but I think your argument about the fact that it is so, um, it's not something that's in the public eye. It's not like, you know, the name of a stadium or of a bridge. You know, it's not like we have the 35W bridge isn't named, you know, the Hitler bridge that we want or the John C. Calhoun bridge that we want changed. It's not like this beetle, unless you are an entomologist, a botanist or an entomologist, it wouldn't offend you in everyday life. Again, I don't think that necessarily uh, I personally I'm fine with the names being changed and those people being erased and their memory being erased. But you make a good point. See, I want to stop not, you there, though. Like, I, I don't think that it's a. I, I, I don't think you're saying what you mean to say there, erasing them Ooh. from history. I don't think we want to do that. We don't. We uh, we're changing it because we don't want to honor them somehow by naming something that doesn't mean it. Because we have texters saying you're Jordan is trying to kill history. No, that's not okay. what we should do. We should absolutely remember history and know that Adolf Hitler. We should never forget that Adolf Hitler was a disgusting, horrible human being. Or that slavery was wrong. That by changing these that's names, that's why we have museums. Yes, exactly. That's why we have museums. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Is I don't think we should forget these people, but they, but not forgetting them and keeping a like a school or a building named after them are two mm-hmm. entirely different things. Right. And by the way, I just opened up the text line to see these ridiculous texts. Of course, I'm not changing history. That's why these things belong in a museum. They don't belong in honor of something. And no matter what you say, when you name something after someone, it honors them. It does, even yeah. if it's a beetle or a rat or a <laughs> snake or something awful. Uh, it it is a, it is a position of honor, and that's different. Please erase history. We have many Holocaust museums that are very, very powerful. Slavery museums. Absolutely, these things should be history. They should be taught in the schools. I don't want to erase it. I want to teach it. But um, again, there's a difference between honor and education. Yes, I will agree with that. But part of the uh, the education to me it moves past. Like in this case, I think it becomes the scientific term of the plant. And that not a lot of people are making the connection that George, mm-hmm. uh, George Hibbert to Hibbertia. But I could be wrong. Um, it's just my just my two cents. Uh, hey, I, I won't be planting the Hibbertia okay. tree in my backyard anytime soon. Nor will soon. I be going to get a Hitler beetle. I'm sorry. I just, I'll take a pass. Uh, hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.